Welcome everyone to Live from the Dutch Hall. I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke, and we have with us our bartender, Paul Van Dyke. Hey, let's hear it for him. We have the band back together under one roof. We have Nocturnal Emissions, Reunited, Mike Bow, and the man that can't be named, the Rooster Mucheros Muscacos. And tonight, our special guest is our good friend of the show, Derek Van Hooten. The Beeve is in the house. Hey! But this, this show, you know, Live from the Dutch Hall, it's really about educating the general public on what's going on with the big issues of the world. And there's a lot of things going on. You know, there's serious issues. There's earthquakes in Nepal. There's racial unrest all over the United States. There's an impending economic decline in, the, in Canada, like a collapse, you know. Lots of things to be worried about. But every once in a while, a news story grips us all. Fucker right in the pussy. <laughs> oh, geez, you know. I do have to put. Let's hit the theme song, boys. I am sorry to all my listening public that had to hear that vulgarity when we're trying to tackle serious issues here. A hot crowd as always. Hot crowd, everyone. Welcome to Pine Grove to Live from the Dutch Hall. I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke. And I get I gotta tell you, we're back. You know, every once in a while I like to do a show about our experiences in the world, like what the way I see things, but um, every once in a while there's something that's just bigger, bigger than the whole than than what than what's going through my eyes, but what's going through the collective conscious of society as a whole or the world we live in as it turns out and this phenomenon that i'm talking about is the fucker right in the pussy phenomenon which Whoa. has just taken off uh, i i feel a little sheepish about even using such vulgarity but i just want to be historically accurate and the, the, the subject matter which we're covering tonight and that is effer right in the p i suppose is what way they say it on the air but you know what they're saying and you say effer thank you, know, you. Fucker right in the pussy. <laughs> That's what it is. It's not so much blanker right in the blank. No, it's not blanker, but I would fill them in. If you were, if Here, they just, if they said there. blanker in the blank, what would you think they were talking about? Yeah, I don't know. Right in the pussy. I would guess it's uh, exactly what it is. Driver in the car. <laughs> Driver right in the car. <laughs> Driver right in the car. Driver right in the car. That could be. Yeah. How about um, kick, kick, kick it right in the net. Kick her. It's her. Kick, Kick her, her right in the net. That's that's violence blank against her. women. That's what that's what that's the alternative. Right uh, in the blank. That's the alternative day. That's what we or I shouldn't name you by name. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, the rooster, rooster. I'm sorry, rooster. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, so I'm just glad to hear. It's glad to see you both in the house. Have you been following the story that's going on in the news about this this issue? That have you been following the news story? You were a little unenlightened. Unenlightened. I don't pay out. attention to the news, but I did like a year ago. I think I saw a clip or something on. YouTube or something. A year ago. A year ago with this. Probably quite a while ago when I, when I first saw it. Yeah. Well, I I had uh, I read on Huffington Post. It was a couple nights ago where I read about this story where this guy that at a Toronto FC game and uh, was uh, they had waited for this reporter and the report and they had said it and then the reporter. Well, you want me to just play it? I'll just play it. A, What'd they say? Fucker right in the pussy. <laughs> he did. He did say it. But on this clip, they're not going to show you. Um, they're not going to show you. Where's my 
mouse here. Technology. The technology's uh, biting me in the ass again. But there, yeah. it's, it's not going to show. It's not going to play the the vulgarity. They're gonna they're oh. gonna like bleep it at the beginning. But I'll let you know that when you hear the beep at the beginning, it's fucking right in the pussy, <laughs> right? Okay. Just so you know. So we'll see Thanks how for this goes. That up. Technology. We'll see if it works. He says yes. Yeah, P me. Can I ask why you would want to do something like that? Uh, I feel like it's because it's going to shit substantially. They're drunk, obviously. Like they're. I mean, it's a disgusting thing to say. It's degrading to women, and you. Really he wasn't expecting this. You would humiliate me on live television. Not you. you yeah, he kept saying a number of times, "It's not you. We're not saying it to you, right?" Now this guy here in the yellow shirt that comes up and he's talking to, to, to defend him. He's the guy that ends up getting fired for for this. Yeah, in the yellow shirt. The guy. If you're watching at home, it's it's pretty. You can just YouTube it. Well, it's all over the yeah media. Oh yeah, if I had a job that I could. Old Arsenal jersey. He got fired. Yeah, he defends it. He just says like, he's a bit of a douche. Like to be quite honest, the guy's a bit of a douche, but he ends up at. It's not amazing. It's not amazing. Fucking right in the pussy. It's not amazing. It's not, I wouldn't say it requires amazement. You know, you're not like, wow, fucking right in the pussy. It's amazing, right? But the kid, the kid was like, or the man, I guess, a grown man. He was uh, drunk at, at a soccer game with his friends. He got all excited. He's uh, he's seen the internet meme, which is this has started out kind of as an internet meme, a phenomenon, yeah. no different than back in the day when uh, Howard Stern used to get people to, or not, he didn't get them to, but the listeners would call in yeah. and bob a buoy something, you know. That's a big hot thing in yeah, golf just, right now. Is it? They bob a buoy. Yeah, in the golf? guys tee off or whatever on their shots, and you hear. Baba Booey, Howard says penis in the background. It's oh, great. Really? It's my favorite part of watching golf. <laughs> well, now I think they're going to be saying fuck it right in the pussy. Yeah, well, they, that's what it's going to graduate to <laughs> yeah. for sure. A better description would be viral than amazing. It's it's a viral. like Yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's a phenomenon. Yeah. See, yeah. I didn't know it was a, like, it's, it's been around for a while. I was introduced uh, when uh, in the winter they were interviewing a Leaf fan about Nazem Kadri. Yeah, yeah, and the guy did it, and it was a big ordeal as well. So that's when so, I first heard. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Like we it's uh, been we just around, before we started the show, we showed a YouTube compilation of all of all of them or whatever, yeah. most of them, and a lot of them were from Toronto. Eh? Like the, there was quite a few from Toronto. So the, I think that uh, even when that was a, um, a, a, a that wasn't the full clip of what that was. She went on to say like. I get this stuff all the time, like 10 times a day. I'm getting <laughs> fucking right in the pussy. <laughs> I'm trying to do my job, eh? This girl. So she confronted the guy who was pissed off. I think that uh, the the way that it was written by a lot of these news reporters, because I think that people are kind of screwing up their shit all the time. Like they really are um, making them so that they're, it's difficult to do your job because every day you're out there and people are yelling fucking right in the pussy and stuff. So it's kind of annoying. But the reality is uh, that it's not like they're making a big deal of it because it's 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 screwing with their shit. Right. But the they're kind of making it into something it's not. Like you you're noticing a lot of the reports that I've read, they said stuff like um, this guy's gonna the guy who lost his job. He worked at Hydro One, and he didn't even really say it. It was a friend of his that shouted it out. Yeah. He just defended it on the video, defended the the action, and <laughs> said it was funny, and that's the guy who lost his job. And that guy, you know, a hundred, I think he made like over a hundred thousand yeah. dollars a year, eh? Loses his job for it. And they said it was due to the code of conduct that, that they had. He was outside of the 
corporation's code of conduct, Hydra One's code of conduct, even yeah, though it's on his own time. On a bad day, because she did like uh, unlike any other reporters, he just play it off and you know send it back to the send it back to you kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah. She just went all out, right? She was just well. She was at enough of it. She just yeah. wanted to confront the guy, and the guy's an idiot. When you're doing that game, when you're doing the move, right? You put you'd like to maybe put a pair of sunglasses on, put your hood up. Or something, wear a you're fake mustache. Wear a fake, uh, yeah, fake you're mustache, run Colonel Sanders. After. And yeah, run, yeah. You, you run, run in. Not endorse it. You say it, and then you run out. That's yeah. how you work. It works. Fuck right the pussy, and you run away. You don't <laughs> stand there and ask questions after. Yeah, you don't. You don't have a like debate afterwards. You're gonna lose. <laughs> you know, it's a. Or you might get fired. Or you better at least be smart enough to have a debate. Like you're gonna have to sit there and say, "Well, it's a co- social commentary on the state of the news today." And when you guys just exploit things and make problems where there's no problems and do all this bullshit you're just uh it's just nonsense and then i'm doing my nonsense too to screw your shit up because i don't respect what you do you never saw someone go up behind walter cronkite and say <laughs> you know fuck it right in the pussy you know they used to respect the uh, well, news. yes i do <laughs> <laughs> but it would have been hilarious yeah, it would have been great <laughs> so what i don't understand pete is uh you're saying so this guy got fired because of the code of conduct thing mm-hmm. so this code of conduct apparently in hydro one uh, stretches out to when you're out with your buddies at a soccer game. Yeah. I, and I don't know if it has something to do with the fact that you get paid. So at, once you get paid past a hundred, you're expected to be, you're uh, seen to have a level of, uh, uh, of, uh, I don't know what you call it clout or something like that, where you're representative of the company to the point where you, like, you can't well, be a jackass like in public. public figure. Well, I think it's, yeah. it's, it's like an ambassador. Hydro One people, they're out in public at all times. So they look at it as is whether they got the uniform on working in the public or they're just in public. They're yeah, but if a guy if a guy from Hydro thing. One comes up and like say a tree falls on the hydro line, he comes and fixes it and the guy's a horrible racist, right? But he fixes the hydro line that's down on my driveway and uh, the whole time muttering about the blacks, you know? <laughs> I wouldn't have liked the guy, you know? I wouldn't agree with his uh, viewpoints on, on on stuff, but I would still be like, just fix the fucking thing and get out of here, you know? Like, I'm not good. You don't have to lose your job over right, it, you know? Right. You're just, you just feel that way. Sometimes people are dicks. It doesn't mean they shouldn't be able to, if they can do their job well, you know, they should still be allowed to do it, you know? Maybe it's because he didn't leave. Maybe that is the was the fact yeah but it'd be different if he was wearing a hydro one shirt or you know yeah like he was oh, exactly yeah yeah code on hydro one yeah because we they, all wouldn't know he's a hydro one worker no he's wearing an arsenal jersey like yeah yeah he's an arsenal supporter like that's as far as you know yeah but he was an idiot he said you're yeah. lucky there wasn't oh, was a vibrator like, here yeah. and all this stuff because yeah. someone did a gag where they put the vibrator on yeah. the reporter's cheek which i think was a guy i'm if i'm not mistaken like that's <laughs> it was a guy reporter yeah, and he got the, the vibrator on his cheek. But anyways, I think that so this is this is how the whole thing started. Like the at one, I got the origin of it, so we can know how it started. We need to see dig here. Deep here in the room. Yeah, we're gonna dig deep. It was it actually started on January fourth, two thousand fourteen, and it was a Cincinnati-based filmmaker. His name's John Kane, and he uploaded a video entitled "Reporter Fired for Remarks About a Missing Woman on Live TV." So, and that was the, the beginning of, uh, of this phenomenon. So I'll play this one for you so you can hear how it all started. Okay. Oh, I don't care if she's 20. Hell, I'd fuck her. You can't say you wouldn't fuck her. Maybe that's what I'll do when they find her. I'll, I'll go and fuck her. Fuck her right in her pussy. And then you see the shock of the reporter there. For that editing error in that story. The three victims. 
Okay, now that is the first one ever. So, and it was it was put out like a viral thing. He was representing Fox News or whatever. It turns out it's just a hoax. It's just a guy, a filmmaker. He made it as oh, a as a okay. viral video, and right. he thought it would be, uh, you know, it was inappropriate, and, and uh, that's why it would be funny. You know, yeah. imagine if a guy did this, and then we'll make it look like he did do this, and then it'll be funny, right? So it went pretty viral, and then the thing spread, and then uh, they came out with a second one a month later in February. They came out with this video here, which was. Uh, I think it was this was to do with uh, derailment or something. Your train derailment. Train derailment, yeah. Part of a CXS fucking riding a pussy. <laughs> and that's the that's the guy, uh, and he comes. This is the guy, the more iconic guy now that represents the movement. I think his name's Fred, and he he had a hood on and the sunglasses and kind of got the Frank Zappa yeah. uh, mustache Sickle and Fu Manchu. Yeah, Fu Manchu. Right? Yeah. That was the second one, and then uh, I think this this was the one that sealed the deal. Was the it third. took crews longer than anticipated to find the crack in the 64-year-old pipeline. I'm standing here with Fred, who says he was greatly impacted by the gushing of oil. Can you tell us a little more of what you saw? I sure can. I was sitting on my front porch, grabbed a beer, and fuck her right in the pussy. <laughs> 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 Anyways, that was the the big the big three that really made it made it happen, and then. And then started the movement. that started the movement, right? And they're all they're all like a um, they're all f made like hoax pieces. They're all all those are filmmakers pieces that they made it look real, but it was all just uh, to, like um, part of the filmmaker's vision of how he was going to do this, right? Anyhow, this was the movement. Now, since that time, people have taken it as as to just interrupt the norm. The norm. Every time there's a live broadcast somewhere where there's uh, some poor young reporter. Usually it's a, be a beautiful young lady that they send out amongst drunken animals. Sports. Uh, yeah, at a live event. They yeah. put them out in front of drunken animals who uh, don't give a shit, you know? And it doesn't have anything to do with the poor little reporter that's sitting there. It doesn't have anything to do with her. Place, it's it's yeah. just, yeah, it's just that they don't respect what you're doing. No. And it's... Uh, and they're going to say this thing that you're not supposed to say on TV. And it's fucking hilarious, right? Like to them, you know, or to whoever, you know, you're not supposed to do it. It's taboo. That's why it is funny. You know, have you ever heard of the Haitian dwarf theme song? It's fucking great. <laughs> it's the same thing. I love that word. You know where I'm going with that yeah. one. We don't have to play yeah. it. It's not time yet. Taboo. It's not time. We'll save it. We'll save it. It's a friend of the show. <laughs> there's a there's a feedback time in place for that. Anyways, you know what I mean? You say something you're not supposed to say. Banger in the butt. Could you say banger in the butt? You know what I think the big one's going to be nowadays? What I'd like to get going, if the Life of the Dutch Hall audience <laughs> could do out there, is just call up a radio station, CD 98.9, if you did well. With Jerry Howard? I don't know if he's still there. I think oh, he's retired. He's right? Jerry's retired. Well, you go call it, or I shouldn't butt pick on them, any of your local shows, <laughs> and just say, Rooster Sucks Balls. Rooster Sucks Balls. That's a new thing. Yeah, that'd be a nice one. Let me try that out. If you can interrupt. Rooster Sucks Balls. <laughs> it works good. <laughs> Rooster Sucks Balls. It's kind of clean. You know, it's not really dirty. It could mean tennis balls, bowling balls. Gumballs. Gumballs. <laughs> gum yeah, you yeah. could, you could uh, suck gumballs, Rooster. Let's Sorry. spread it in Norfolk. I'm going to do it at the golf courses. <laughs> But anyways, this so it took off, and now now these poor young women. I think the issue is more that the fact that the news stations are sending out these women, what usually just one camera guy and a poor young girl to a bunch of drunk yeah. and there's it's not very safe for them, you know. Like I think that's more the issue than the guys are yelling obscenities out, and um, 
Uh, the one, I like the ones, uh, we saw the one guy moon the one time. That was genius. <laughs> that I really like. Nudity, like taking it up to nudity, I think I'm, yeah, I really am in on this. It's just like a big photo bomb, right? But to get right. fired over it, that's bullshit. Yeah, well, like, you're on your own time. Like, Jesus Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Like, imagine if I went into that that office and the guy to get fired the next day for saying, fucker eating the pussy. Like, <laughs> it wouldn't be good. No. There, there'd be shit that it wouldn't be good. Because you're like, on your own time, right? Yeah, that was my what, own what time. There'd be, I, there'd, be some, there'd be some altercations. I paid good There's money to say that. Like. Now I'm fired. Now, yeah. now I understand why. Yeah. Fucker eating the pussy. I'm not fired now. Now I'm fired after you hit him. <laughs> He's laying okay. on the ground. Well, that's a that, time to go. There, we have we have four of the five of us in this room right now who are all. Uh, we can all say "fuck it" right in the pussy as many times as we want, and we have one poor sap right there, suckling on the corporate teat, and he's and he doesn't know. Can I say "fuck it" right in the pussy? I don't know if I can say it. Rooster Do you, Rooster? Balls. Yeah. <laughs> can, can, you, can you say it? Is the precedence has now been that's set? If you go on this podcast, right? which is you know what it is a, it's all the rage. It's all the rage. This podcast. It's hot. It's hot. This is one of the best podcasts on the market, as far as I'm concerned. And you, what do you say, Dave? Or rooster? Rooster. It has to be the rooster. Now. <laughs> yeah. I refuse to say it, and I don't agree with it. I don't think it's funny. Now, okay, well, this is good because I'm looking for another person, a person to, to to show the other side of this issue. And I think you know sometimes we get caught up in the fact that it just tickles our funny bone that we just like the saying "fucking right in the pussy" because it's kind of funny to say. You know, you're not supposed. It's a ridiculous thing to say. If you said to your child, you know, if you said to your child, uh, your child says, how are babies made, daddy? How are babies made, uh, daddy rooster? I'm you- the pussy. <laughs> when a man loves a woman. Simple. <laughs> when a man loves a woman is how I would start. Just listen to <laughs> yeah. Michael Bolton. Yeah. Not me, Dave. Not me. I'm going to teach my boys a different way. Yeah. <laughs> now, it's a ridiculous thing for Paul to say that to his children, right? That's why it's funny. You know, it's, you don't really say that to your child. It's rude, stupid, and irresponsible. <laughs> That's what makes it hilarious. Just like oh. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You're lucky there's a bit of a distance there, and he's the one that's bringing us beer. Hey, before <laughs> <laughs> bartender quits, we we should go and have this drink that you poured. Uh, as and, and what is it today? It used to be a uh, uh, beef came, so it's a, a, a whiskey on the rocks. Uh, whiskey, on the rock. whiskey on the rock. Whiskey on the rock. On the rock. All right, cheers, everybody. Ice cold. Let's do a, a cheers saying, just fuck it right in the pussy. Ah. This is like you drink every time you say it. Ooh, people at home, if you drink every time we say, fuck it right in the pussy, you will have a great night. Yeah. And if you're watching at work, Thanks, Pete. it's going to make for, be careful. Okay, be careful. Especially if you're a truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what I was saying is uh, there is another side of this story. There's a, the, Of course, there are people, the victims of Fucker Right in the Pussy, which are the, the women out there who see this as a personal attack on their uh, safety. Vaginas? It's, uh, yeah, yeah, to say that it's, a, it's an act of aggression towards women and that it is, uh, it is meant to be seen as um, something that could, could be warrant charges. They said, in one article, they said they're, they're considering charges against these people. For uttering this phrase, because they, they felt that they uh, they were uh, it was uh, against the woman herself. Like they, they were suggesting to the rabid mob that they should all bleep her in, like all uh, 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 f her in her pee, Dave or Rooster. You know, you know what I'm saying? So now taking a really phrase and made it literal. <laughs> right. Well, you don't know your last name. I haven't said it, you said it that yet. 
You know what I mean? Though? Who kills Muskakos? Dave Rooster. Dave Rooster. How about that? Yeah, but what about fuck you? Just that term, right? You can. No, it's not because it's not directed. Uh, it's not directed um, as as an action. You know, when you're saying right in the pussy, like you're doing, <laughs> it's a very specific, specific action. Yeah, it is very specific. Yeah. Yes, you're saying yeah. So you have to be a little bit uh, like the the sensitive. I understand the point when you really break down the phrase. It does seem very like pointed at what it's like instructional that you're supposed to do this to that woman, but it just happens to be that the woman it's a woman reporter. There's a me- there's a bunch of men reporters that have it done to him too. Oh yeah. And the intent of the people is never at the reporter. It's never personal. It's always just, just at the, the wrong place. just trying to say I want to say something I'm not supposed to say on TV on TV, and yeah, it's going to be funny, right? Bomb, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Like photo bombs are hilarious. They are pretty funny. Fun. Yeah, we did the thing. My big one was if I'm on TV and or a jumbotron, I always do the 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 finger and into the circle in your hand oh, to yeah. pretend you're like banging. I always do that one. If I was behind a reporter, I would always just like put my finger in the hole and pretend I'm like banging. Can you hear that? In the and now you're gonna have me beside you saying "fuck it right in the pussy." <laughs> I, I saw one where uh, it was at a Blue Jays game and they were panning and looking at the crowd and they're showing the kids with the signs and there's. Uh, it's hard to uh, on audio to do it, but uh, the guy is basically pumping off his buddy beside, <laughs> yeah. and and the, yeah. the guy who's getting pumped off is doing like making an O in his mouth, like oh my god, this is fantastic. <laughs> oh, it was one of the funniest things. My, a friend of mine has a PPR. Yeah, they're hilarious. They're and to say like that would be, but you know, to it just bothers you because it's ruining your shot and it's making it. It's, <laughs> oh, it's ruining everything. It's ruining everything. That's why it's funny. Yeah. And that's why the reporters don't like it and they try to make the story into something that it's not. But to, to, to be fair to the other side of the story, to be, to be a, a, an actual journalist here, okay. you know, an actual you know, a, a investigative journalist. I like to consider myself an investigative journalist. A lot of research. I'm going to show the other side of it. So there was a, the there was a yeah. story on CBC today and it was, um, it was uh, where it took a reporter that was on the street. And you're going to see this guy. Oh, here we go. Going to do your job and hearing this. Uh, guilty of just because they're you know, not going to be allowed. And so it wasn't really a surprise when yesterday it came out that it wasn't going to happen. A victory student. Do you want to get their faces for me? So That's perfect. We got it on tape. Thanks. And that was CBC the- television reporter Shannon Martin on okay. assignment recording an interview when a group of teens came up to her and shouted repeatedly, as you heard, F her right in the P. We'll leave it up to you to fill in the blanks. <laughs> this guy's a real laugh riot. Eh? Yeah, the P. He's real politically P. correct here. In communities P. all around the world, hearing the same sort of abuse. Here in Toronto, City TV reporter Shauna Hunt decided to take action. She asked the men who were taunting her to explain their actions. Shauna Hunt, you could have took that to a whole different thing. Yeah. Right? Rhymes with something. <laughs> Shauna Hunt. Yeah. Shauna Hunt. On subject, reporter Shannon Martin Love that word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's related to Mike. Thanks for <laughs> just heard part of that exchange. What had you been doing when those young men came up behind you? We were reporting on a story, uh, a great story about a local high school, about two students who um, had done some great work. And so we were just there as we <laughs> It's always when the story's really good, too. It's like, it's like it's really terrible. It's like some sort of noble thing. Right and then some guy just ruins and the whole thing. It's like it actually tragedy on the roads. Fuck around the person. Different groups did this to us. Um, 
This is something we constantly face, though. I would say once a week. <laughs> once a, so, sorry, once a week. <laughs> They're dealing with it all the time. I like how this Absolutely. guy's so friggin' and blown away by um, it. Oh yeah, this guy's a real piece of work. He's probably. Uh, I was at the X. I fucking hate this guy. To be quite yeah, honest with yeah. you, I don't even know his name. But Goody I just two shoes. Yelled it as the anchor was reading the intro, so I wasn't live yet. It's very good. I don't want to say you know, what five I'm thinking seconds right now. Being live. So it happens all the time. It's probably not that good of a guy. Listen to this. As I said in the introduction, imagine going out to do your job, and this is what happens. I just go home. I want to curl up in myself. It's more. There's a problem. He makes it sound. She says it's mortifying. I really try to work hard on my poker face, and I think. That's your I job. That's your job. You should do it to Peter every time he goes. Hey, welcome to the life from the dead job. Well, the fuckery, the pussy. Hold on. I feel like if I reacted, that might cause something bigger. And if you're alive, you want to diffuse as quickly as possible. But that day at the high school. She doesn't overreact. Yes, it was five minutes. It was half a dozen times. <laughs> the kids just barraged her with fuck right in the pussy. <laughs> she couldn't handle it. Yes, well, at this time, we're How about you come school, home to so my place later? 16, so I'll make this literal. After we left, I was having a conversation <laughs> with the man. Just hey, saying, that like, creepy voice. We I'm will make this all about you. Oh, but yeah. I get that they're teenagers. <laughs> I have seen Well, I, I don't know if I'm going to play this because it's boring. But they. But these were teenagers, and I still it just it bothered me, and it always bothers me, and I stewed on it for a few days before I. Because they make it about them, eh? They they so make tell the. Tell us about that. What did you man? Do they ever? Well, I wrote. What a, is this? Uh, like a radio a show? She was so mortified and hurt by it, you know, that they were deep their loins. De- yeah, deeply hurt by it. That because they uttered those phrases, those words that you know that she's never heard before. Pete, I can't understand. Like we all go to work in a day. Like that's the thing they got to deal with. The public. Like figure it out. It's your job. Figure it out. Every time I drive past your house this summer. <laughs> with your arm bumping. I don't know if this woman's a mother or not, but she's talking about teens, and I can tell you that if one of my kids, if I saw one of my kids doing that on TV, right, right, we would be having a long conversation after. I totally, agree. I totally agree. Yeah, I, you know, I'm on your side on that one, though. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I, I agree. Um, Teenage kids. <laughs> I agree. And, and if you listen to what the, they said, the punishment that the school did, that she said they went over and above. That's what she said. The school handled it so well. They went over and above what they had to do. And what they did was they brought they brought the parents in and they told them what the kids did so that they could have a conversation with their kids, which was which was over and above what they could have done. It was thorough. Right? They actually made their, kid, their parents talk to the kids about it, right? And all those kids you- got a talking to. And they would have really learned their lesson. The next time, they're not going to say. Hey, would you be able to talk to your kids with a straight face? Pete? If they did that, if, yeah. Well, I have two daughters, so yeah, this is I'd, the other. I don't the other have kids, si- so I have. A, that's why I'm at. This is the other side of it, because like I have two daughters. I consider myself a feminist. I would call myself a feminist. You know, believe it or not, because I have I have a strong wife. You know, she's I have a, I, I have a lot of respect for. Her. I have two daughters. I've. I think the world of women. I always I always have. I I, I support women's issues and all that stuff. But if my daughter went out and said, <laughs> fucking right in the pussy on TV, <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like, it really would make me laugh. I could. I don't know if I could. Uh, because it's funnier when a girl does it. Like, it is really funny. You saw that one British the girl one that chick, did it. Yeah. yeah. And she was, it was great. Like, and then, and this uh, girl from Toronto, I know it's so boring to go through. There was one part I wanted to show 
uh, where the guy said uh, how this is an this is an attack on on her, and how they only do this to women. They don't only do it to women. Right. They do it. Tons of guys. It has nothing to do with the reporter at all. They hate idiot. doing it, and they try to internalize it to say this is an attack on me, and it's totally not an attack on them. Oh, it's God. not. Nothing's always about you, you fucking bitches. You just haven't dealt with anything right. that's hard right. before. It's not Pretty personal. These pretty girls that got a good job when they're in their early 20s of being on TV and being rewarded for being cute and doing all right. the right things. Right. They're not saying fuck a right in the pussy. I can guarantee you that they're not of that. They're trying to fall in line and be a good corporate citizen and all that stuff. And then there's the other people who don't really give a shit because they they see this as all just a bunch of bullshit yeah. pomp and circumstance and they want to they want to fuck it up and have a good time they can like they can like uh invade the beast for one second and have their five minutes of laughs with their buddies afterwards it's perfect and that's all it is really that's that is all exactly it's what it is which is the last video that i'm going to ch- show you which is um uh, which is the take of the Fuck guy. Right in the pussy promotes rape and sexual assault toward women. This is John Kane, the guy that wrote to it. Some TV reporters who got together and say that they are angry that people run up to their live shot and scream "fucker right in the pussy" while they are live on the air and trying to do their job. So they've gotten together and they wrote an article, and I've seen it on the Huffington Post, the CBC, and Yahoo News, and some other CBC. news agencies or whatever. So anyway, I was contacted by a TV station, and they asked me what I thought about fucking writing a pussy. And here's what I had to say. Morgan, I want to ask you about uh, the guy who started all of this. His name is John Kane, uh, Kane and we st- it apparently started as a, an internet meme, so it was a hoax. This now, you got in touch up. with him, and here's part She's of what he had to say to back work. to you. In fact, I love women, <laughs> and I would bleep all of them if they wanted. Yes, I just actually got off the phone with him a short while ago. <laughs> I don't think he handled that he right. He really yeah. didn't intend this to be targeting women. He thought of it as this is something silly when the news is very serious, and it took on because of that. But I also asked him, why did you choose you know, the word for women's genitals specifically? And he's, I said, why not choose another word? And he said, Fuck I right in the vagina." taken off if I had a fucker right in the clamshell <laughs> of course fucker right in the pussy doesn't promote sexual assault or rape toward women and it doesn't just happen to women it also happens to male reporters but it also happens off of TV like on a stage at an event or a college campuses graduations people just run up to a microphone and they scream it it's funny because you're not supposed to say fucker right in the pussy but when you do it on live television it's even funnier because you are definitely not supposed to say it so Fuck her right in the pussy. We'll live on forever. And that's just how it is. I'm John Kane. And in case you don't know, I'm the one who started Fuck her right in the pussy back in January when I made this video. Oh, I don't care if she's 20. Hell, I'd fuck her. You can't say you wouldn't fuck her. Maybe that's what I'll do when they find her. I'll, I'll go and fuck her. Fuck her right in her pussy. All right, well, we definitely apologize. It is a good piece of filmmaking, really, because it does, does really Thanks suck in. Fuck her right in the pussy exploded across the world, and it is bigger than ever. So, everybody knows about fucker right in the pussy. Yeah, so, that's one of my life accomplishments. It's 2014, and I started something that the entire world knows about. How cool is that? Now, I get a lot of hate mail. Fucking, I get a shitload of hate mail. Like, you should go die, you loser. I hate you, you piece of shit. Take down your website. Remove your Facebook page. You know all that stuff. And I like reading that stuff. So if you have some hateful mail that you would just, just like to send a random person, <laughs> send it to me at john at fhrtp.com. Find me on Facebook and get on there and just let me have it. <laughs> Fuck it right <laughs> He spells it out. Yeah, yeah. Please let me have it. I like that. That reminds me a little bit you know, when he's talking about he wants to get some uh, negative feedback, you know. 
I like getting negative feedback too. Oh, do you? Yeah. And so I like getting positive and negative feedback. And that's why I have a segment every week on my show called Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Feedback! Well, welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. Uh, this week's Feedback We Got Feedback is brought to you by our good friends at VG Meats. I think we still got a May 2-4 special on there, which is, I think, uh, on my website. You just go on www.livefromthedutchhall.com, click on the coupon. And you know what? I got a thing. What you can try at VG's. I'm going to do another thing for VG's this week. You know, if you don't have a coupon, you go into VG's and you sit there and you say, you know what? Live from the Dutch Hall sent me. I right. want the Dutch Hall deal. Yeah. See if they'll honor it. See if those guys will honor it. If if somebody's ever in VG Meats and you say, I'd like to get the Dutch Hall deal if I could. I don't have the coupon on me. See if they'll honor it. And if they will or won't, just give me an email at <laughs> uh, livefromthedutchhall at gmail.com. Let me know what's going on. Or you can reach out on Twitter or Facebook or whatever else I got there. You know what would be nice if we got a nice Dutch Hall uh, made two for a treat in the Dutch Hall? Mm. What, what, what do you mean, Michael? Like maybe a uh, pepperette or a jerky of some sort. Mm. Oh, that would be nice. That's why they're only going to be very good meats until we get the pepperettes. They still haven't showed up. There's been a lot of promises, a lot of missed deliveries, mm. but there's been no pepperettes. And my poor brother's starving. He came right oh, from work. Right. He just would love he a did. pepperette right he now. Did. That's nice and true. salty and dry. Oh, nice. boy, that would With be good. With a beer? Mm. It would be, it'd be better than very good. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and then, but right now they're just very good meats. So, and also Amazon, I have a check oh. in my house and I wanted to bring it in and make you open it up and look at it. And then maybe Celebrate. I would just like bathe in it, rub it against my naked body. Cause I haven't worn a shirt this episode. So I was thinking about just rubbing the check in my chest hair, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but I did get a nice check from Amazon. So if you go on my website, and you just click on the Amazon banner and you do your Amazon shop and a little bit of that money will come back and help the show. And thank you to everybody who does your Amazon shopping for me because it is a little bit of the money that I get. It's the only money I get, this sorry sap, for doing this. Oh, but I do get it from shareholders from time to time, ah. which uh, makes me think I should I should talk about my listener of the week this week. Oh. Listener of the week this week was a very difficult challenge because there was so much feedback this week. There was There was a whole bunch of feedback. We had some great stuff from my, uh, we had my sister, Lori Ball. She sent in an episode. She said she felt like she was right there. She said in the Cinco de Wino episode, she felt like she was right there with us. And uh, she was really a big fan of uh, Sonia Rowan, who uh, I don't know if you guys knew in the episode. We were really tired. But uh, we, um, they were, Sonia was doing that bit, like that NPR bit from Saturday Night Live, you know, the sweaty balls yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. She was doing that with Teresa, uh, who didn't know that. The bit at all. She'd never seen the sketch, I don't think. And she just did it perfectly the whole time. And they were doing it at the beginning of the show, and we were laughing a lot because they were really, she was really funny. And then, uh, but I couldn't, I wanted them to stop because they were screwing me up because I knew I'd do that the whole episode. (laughs) It was really sucking the energy out of uh, of everyone, eh? (laughs) Yeah, it sucked it right out of the room. And so I kept telling them to stop, but then it can't became funny. I I actually recorded a, a bit of that. So I might put that out as a bonus feature nice. sometime that you can little, hear. A little nugget? Yeah, if you want to hear some boring-ass person trying to screw me up before we start the show, that would, <laughs> I can put that out as a little special ep- episode uh, maybe midweek sometime. What a great nice. trip that was. But anyways, that was uh, Lori's. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was a great trip. I actually want to talk a little bit about our fishing trip maybe when we end the show. We oh, can yeah, talk a little bit about that. our fishing trip. But we had also some feedback. One time, what I asked people to do, if you want to promote the show, you can always like tweet out something or a little comment or, or do something that to kind of shout out that you're listening to Dutch Hall and you like it. 
help people know about it. And we had one uh, listener this week that did that for us, and it's uh, Braden Decumen, right? Oh, you nailed it. Yeah, Braden Decumen, who's been a longtime listener of the show, and I'd love to name a listener of the week, but not quite. It was oh. just such a hard battle. What he did was he did a shout-out before one of his shows. He was listening to... Uh, Hicks versus Sidiots, and he uh, really got a kick out of the Hamaka line. <laughs> so he sent a little. Hey, Beav, you coined that. That was coined. Yeah, Beav, you're a real uh, star. The got the, so like he was, it. which I really appreciate him putting that out and getting braids. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and, and he's That's a talented, awesome. really talented musician too. Oh, so we'd love, love to have him player. on sometime. Yeah. yeah. Cheers, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Join, yeah. yeah, we should have him. You on. can join That's the super group. Yeah. Have him in nocturnal emissions. It would be face melters left and right. Kid can wail. Oh, we need that. So we we Good did, but great. there was another piece of uh, feedback in, uh, this week, and we got it from Mother Hen again, who's been mentioned on uh, Mother Hen and Blondie have been mentioned on the past now four episodes. This is the fourth in the row that they've been mentioned. I feel like I know them. Yes, and they're great and, uh, people. I have I didn't want to mention them this week because I think it's getting to their heads. It was going to their heads a little bit, so I was trying to not mention them. But what I did last week was I did not plug their pro- podcast properly. They're starting a new podcast inspired by Live from the Dutch Hall, which is great that we can help yes. people out there to pursue their dreams in broadcasting so they can make uh, the great $148. Maybe after a year and a half, you can pull yeah, in 148 A lot of hard work. But they, they, uh, they, they claim they're going to be able to do it in a month. In a month, they're going to beat my total. Is that what Mother Hen is saying? That's what she's saying in her, wow. in her message to me. She said that, which is really uh, a bold statement, and I wish her all the best. I hope that she can make it happen and that I can learn from her. But what I did say was live from Barbie's house, and it's not. It's oh. live from the Barbie mansion. Oh, live yes. from the Barbie mansion. Uh, so if all any of the live from the Dutch Hall listeners are looking for the very first episode, which should be coming out soon. Yeah, I, I can't I, wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear it, too. They kind of gave me a bounce a couple of topics past me, and I think that uh, we're going to be the subject of some of the conversation, apparently. <laughs> so, Excellent. Uh, they asked if they could use our real names, for, and I said I'll stand by any of my actions, no matter how stupid they are. So I have to see what their interpretation of the same. I, that's what I. That's are. what I said too. I said I can't wait to hear the other side, because <laughs> you heard exactly what our story was. So yeah, I can't wait to. Hear but when that. we started remembering that story, we were quite far gone in our consumption of alcohol for that <laughs> yes, day. We, yes, we definitely were. We were at the end of the tank or something. <laughs> so we don't. We don't necessarily know how we came across. That's from I the beginning. Wait. Yeah. I can't wait. I Maybe can't. it was Mother Hen who was actually the wingman and you were just along for the ride. Oh. I think I probably, I think I was, uh, she was the wingman for me. Can yeah. distract them. Just do that podcast bullshit he keeps talking about, you know? Yeah, the tables <laughs> I just need four hours. I need four hours with this young strapping Dutchman. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have nailed it, nailed it right on the head. Oh, that'd be great if that's what it was. But this is, uh, we, so the feedback's going to come in galore. So I did rectify that. She did uh, give us a nice compliment for the show. She says she likes it. So thank you to Mother Hen. But you're not listener of the week. You're oh, not. Whoa. No. Two down. No, there's, it's still not. And then you know what else happened? Another guy gave me a piece of feedback, this time about my quest to become Wikipedia, mm. Pete Van Dyke. Right. Pete Van Dyke on Wikipedia, <laughs> which I think will happen someday. And now we're even closer because what I found out was that Pine Grove, where this show is broadcasted from, is on Wikipedia. Oh, really? Yes. If you go to the Delhi Wikipedia page, there is a section on Pine Grove. And Pine and it says... Nice. It says... It mentions my road, even. <laughs> really? Yes. It mentions my road, and it says that we that I am amongst the elite... The elite of Pine Grove <laughs> on my no, road. No, it doesn't. Really? It, does. it says I, it right on Wikipedia that, that that this road is the elite 
of Pine Grove. And I said, and I'm like, have you met my neighbors? <laughs> We're a bunch of jackasses on, on this road, too. We're no different than the one road over, I can tell you that. I can almost picture that page with your name on it. And your name's underlined, and it's in blue text. <laughs> blue text, Dave, like I'm telling link, you. Right? All, it, oh, yeah, it's all it link. would take at this point in time is for someone to say to Wikipedia, I can't do it myself, but somebody else, a listener of mine or someone could say, well, Pine Grove is on there. You put in a fact about Pine Grove that Pine Grove is the home of the of the well, Life in the Dutch Hall podcast. Simple. And then starring Pete Van Dyke, and then you put the article from the Norfolk News that I, was written about me that says that I was I'm a I'm a Pine Grove podcaster, and boom, I'm on Wikipedia. You're notable. I'm notable. If Pine Grove is notable, we can Google. You hear that, Jim F. Bleak? Yeah. Jim F. Bleak. We're coming hot for you. Eat your words, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Jim F. Bleak. And he is going to. He is. Do you gonna think he's word. got a Wikipedia page? To fuck away. He has a users page. I've looked it up. Jim F. Bleak on Wikipedia. If you look him up, what you can send him comments. If you have any comments you'd like to send Jim F. Bleak. The fucker right in the pussy guys, right? A Wikipedia page. Probably. Oh, I Probably bet does. you a hundred bucks he's got a Wikipedia <laughs> yeah. page. Yeah. Why not? He's internet sensation. I like that guy's just got a stamp on the world. Eh? He just yeah. kind of says, uh, you know, I did it. That's well, yeah. the easiest way to get my stamp. <laughs> yeah. That's it right there. People are listening worldwide. Yeah. yeah. He seemed like he was enjoying himself. I think he got oh, it all yeah, worked out. Was he wearing a UK sweater? Yeah, UK. Like- totally. Kentucky. Yeah. Okay, he's from Kentucky. From t- Kentucky, so. you yeah. can see the K, but the U looked like UK, a UK. Oh yeah. Sure. Well, anyways, the Pine Grove guy was Let's my brother-in-law, and he's not Lester of the Week either. Fuck him. Whoa. Yeah. Even because he didn't pull it off. If he could go that far to tell me how I could be, with, but he didn't do it for you. Do Your it, brother-in-law. Yeah. So he's not Listener of the Week. So this is our Listener of the Week this week. He is a man by the name of. Let me just bring it up here. Elliot Levy. Elliot Levy, which I can only assume is uh, Eugene Levy's uh, son, and he's quite uh, quite highly connected in the show business, and he likes my show, right? So things are going to happen. That's the only thing I can think of. Wikipedia. Elliot, for the stars. Elliot Levy <laughs> sent me a message today, and it always happens just when I'm feeling real down about my show and the fact that I've made bad choices in my life. I get a message like this just uh, at showtime, and it says, yeah, this is regarding uh, Cinco de Wino. It says, hey, Pete. Yet another great episode to put in the trophy case. Been a listener for about eight months now, coming up from a rec- f- coming from a recommendation from a previous listener of the week, Greg Brett, and also a shareholder of the show, Greg Brett. Oh, I'll, he, I'll, I'll, he actually I'll, Greg, yeah. yeah so Greg. Did he call out Greg Brett as the listener of the week, or, or did you just uh, put that in? No, no, he was formerly a listener of the week at a previous episode. Greg Brett is and did, spreading uh, did the Did Elliot word. mention that in his thing? Yeah, like, it says right here, coming from a recommendation from a previous listener of the wow. week, Greg Brett. So he, he's, he's, he's well true enough. Fan. True fan, fan. Eight-month yeah, fan, yeah. I usually listen when I'm driving to work or going out on client calls. I'm assuming he might work at my old company. Um, the crew from the Dutch Hall is is a is great company. When he's honest, he says oh, you guys are great oh, company. That's a nice compliment. Yeah, well, I tell I like, you something, like Elliot. He, he feels uh, a part of the show. Come come to this the hall one time, and you realize these guys are a bunch of pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Every last one of them. <laughs> they're not. They're no picnic. Rooster sucks balls. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to comment on the France thing from last episode. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do that? I've uh, been a fan of. Uh, a fran. I've been a fran. Uh, France. Yeah, a big fran. I've been a fan of France. Usually during Hanukkah. <laughs> they fran. wear Hanukkahs in France, don't they? 
<laughs> I'm a fan of Fran. <laughs> I've been a fan of France and soccer, mostly because of the first World oh. Cup I watched in 1998 where they won. Oh, and I'll be like a frail old man before Canada makes it. Well, ah, Jesus. Well, that's all of us. It doesn't course. matter. You know, <laughs> it doesn't mean you go to France. Wasn't Holland in that same tournament? Jesus yeah. Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, uh, that's Thierry Henry, my friends always trash me for it. And I'll tell you why your friends always trash you for it. <laughs> it's because the French are horrible. <laughs> it just seems like there's some sort of stigma around France. Is it the cheese? Is it the wine, the beret, or those pencil mustaches? I don't know. But uh, he goes, however... Contrary to Charter's comment that the people are rude, it's not true. My best friend is engaged to a lovely lady from the south of France who can't, who seems to be a pretty good person. Can't speak for the rest of them, though. No, no, sorry, I'm going to tell you right now. Um, when we talk about French, when the people trash the French, okay, uh, you have to understand we're not trashing the French women. The French women are beloved. <laughs> Everyone knows French women are super sexy. Oh, they... Would you like to rub my pot belly? I wish I had a pot belly. You know, French women are sexy, you know? No one's making, no one's got a problem with the French women, you know? The French men are the ones that we have a problem with. The ones that play soccer and headbutt you in the face. Yeah. The ones, the ones that, uh, I was in France. This is what I didn't mention on the last show. I was in France a couple times. And I one time went to a French, uh, like a college town in France, La Rochelle. And I went into a college bar. We went with these two American girls. Um, and they were buying us drinks and everything. They're great girls, eh? Not the, maybe, uh, one was a, a, a full figured, uh, <laughs> five. Yeah. The nice other one, five. the other one was a little tiny, uh, troll, like, you know, uh, six. Oh, say, six. Yeah. And, uh, Stumpy? yes. So they decided that they, uh, they, they were trying to arrange the sleeping quarters for us that evening. And uh, one of us had to sleep in the room with the two girls and on the on a bunk bed, right? Which one did you pick? And uh, the <laughs> the short straw got that, not the not the long straw. You know, it was not a good it was not a good pick. I picked it. I got it. I got the top bunk, and I could uh, I jumped in the. I remember getting there. We drank all night. I'm getting ahead of myself with the story, but I'll, I'll get back to the French people at the end of it. But I remember coming in after a night of drinking. These girls made us supper. They were great great hosts. They bought us drinks at the bar. They were they were super nice hosts. And when it came time to go to bed, I was I was in bed before the 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 big lady came in, and uh, oh, I, it's the big show. And I remember like uh, putting my my covers kind of over my head and just like pretending I'm sleeping, you know. But you can still hear her undress, you know. You can hear the <laughs> it's a big bad show tonight, y'all. <laughs> you can hear the snapping of the bra. Yeah, you can hear the you can feel hear the jeans like being pulled pulled off. <laughs> <laughs> And you're, just, That's just going, <laughs> you're just trembling you're like please don't come up here please don't come up here but i was thinking i'm on the top bunk it's safer it's gonna be harder for her to get up there right me smell man <laughs> she worked for it didn't she yeah the little one the little one i was thinking she's spry she could jump up here and i would have no choice uh, but uh anyhow i got away with it i just got to have a nice sleep and i was left alone i was i was pretty good pretty oh, happy nice. about it anyways when we were in the bar we're with these girls we're we're, we're and then we're, we met a whole bunch of other girls, and they were all very nice. And then the French guys come in, and the French guys right away start to, when they are dancing or whatever, they, like, push you into the wall. Oh, my pencil mustache. And they basically just, uh, like, 
force themselves on the girls and the girls keep having to fight them off, you know? And so you always, my, our reflex as Canadians was to go in there and like break it up, like tell the guy you're going to punch him out if he's not yeah. being nice to the girl. Right. And then, uh, the girls would be just like, no, that's the way they are. You just have to get used to it. You know, they're just very forward and aggressive, you know? Fuck away the pussy. <laughs> that's the what they were trying to do. Yeah. Anyways. So French guys are douchebags. The French women are beloved. So, and, uh, Oh, I, I like that though. That is Canadian. We we do get in there and try to break that crap up. That's Anyways, the last thing he said was "great show, keep it up." So that's why Elliot Levy is our listener of the week. Elliot, yeah, way to go, Elliot. Yeah, he's great. You're gonna enjoy that, Elliot. Brag to all your friends now, and you might want to take a you might want to take a page out of your uh, your buddy Greg Brett's book and become a shareholder live in the Dutch Hall. You just got to donate on PayPal and then uh, you can become a shareholder as well as being a one-time listener of the week. Oh, easy peasy. So we got uh, everything out of the way for feedback except for, uh, oh, I didn't mention we got some new listeners last week. One, We got a listener from Auckland, New Zealand. We, we never had New oh. Zealand before. Yeah, we got Krakow, Poland. Your people, uh, Rooster. Oh, Krakow. Krakow, right? And we got Alexandria, Virginia. So we got new listeners there. So Alexandria, that's nice. Yeah, it was great. But the one, the one person we like to talk to every week that likes to provide feedback from all of our episodes is a good friend of ours, and we like to call this fella the Haitian Dwarf. He's always been there for us, and this week's no exception. So let's hear his theme song. To see your tits hi ho, hi ho, hi ho, hi ho, ho, it's off to let me go. And in the sack is spread your crock, hi ho, fuck her, ain't the pussy. <laughs> hi ho, hi ho, Asian Dwarf gets back, gets to us every week, and this week's no exception. He gave us five stars, five stars oh, five as stars. always. Let's hear it. It said right here, his feedback is, I will read and I quote, we had a similar phenomenon in the old country. When the west winds blew in the springtime, the Dominican ladies would be inexplicably drawn to the true d'amour, which uh, is French, but it translates to the whole of love. The whole of love. He's warming up to it. Where they would be swept off their feet by a a certain small Haitian. So I think that the Haitian dwarf is referring to uh, the Fakosh. Maybe this is a more southern Fakosh. The West Wind. (laughs) The West Wind. The West Wind blows. (laughs) The musk is different. The musk is different in Haiti. This is more of the French musk, right? But anyway, you look at like or no, it blows from uh, from the. I don't know how he's saying. He's saying the winds are blowing to him, like these. The girls are drawn to him, so the winds blow him in. So maybe the smell uh, from the Dominicans will blow him. I don't know oh, how it works. We're different gonna, kind of fuckholes. Like different it. kind of fuckholes. Yeah, the 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 hole of love they call it. The hole of love, which See, is very close. What confuses me is that very uh, close to the pussy. <laughs> 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 well thank you Asian Dwarf for your feedback that is this week's feedback we got feedback now um, I just wanted to say we were in uh, BC last week and uh, it was a great trip now when we went uh, when we did our podcast we only touched on some of the things we did but the day after our podcast we went on a great fishing trip didn't we Dave? oh that was a great time yeah a nice fishing charter 
Was it on, a charter? Charters? On Wood Lake. It was a real charter. It was a charter. It was a charter. Yeah. It was a great time. Loved, loved to fish charters on uh, yeah. Wood Lake up yeah. in the beautiful Okanagan Valley. Yeah, it was great. Right, right behind our lake. And we were fishing for uh, Kokanee, which is a, a, a freshwater... Uh, they, they described it as, as a landlocked sockeye salmon. A la- yeah, or yeah, it was landlocked. Like at some point, the the sockeye salmon couldn't get out of the lake because whatever the rivers dried up for some reason. Yeah. So uh, they ended up just staying there. I got and they a adapted question to being freshwater. Yeah. Kokanee. Yep. So it's not a beer, or it is a, it beer. Is a beer. It is a beer. Named after this fish? Uh so probably the mountain region or something. I don't yeah, know. I'm not sure. That's a good. Uh, that's well, that, a good Google search. Yeah, because they always uh, represent the beer with like a sasquatch or a sam squanch of some sam squanch. Sam squanch. Yes, they, they really, do. Really, it is also fish. That's a great. Well, day. I saw one getting in and out of the hot tub from time to time on that trip. <laughs> <laughs> I think he plays in my house band here. <laughs> I'm not sure. That filter will never be the same. They, <laughs> they, they had to change that filter. Well, that water started to get a little bit more like a petri dish as the week went. <laughs> I think we should have probably. <laughs> Giving it a shock at some Heavy point. Heavy on the bromine oh, or uh, chlorine. Oh, I yeah. gave it a shock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those more with your bromance. Are you are you having some sort of a longing that you're missing your 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 I do feel like your California boyfriend? Week, yeah. yeah. Mark you, and I really hit it off. Did you reach out to him at all? Did you watch a sunset or sunrise with him? We did. You know, sunsets are nice, but sunrises are better. No, Especially you? when you're with your good buddy. <laughs> Dave, did you out on the dock? Did you ever just have a hot tub, just you and him, where you looked at the stars? I, I don't, I can't say for sure. There may be photo evidence through the trees of us uh, enjoying some time in that hot tub. (laughs) This is this move. This is my favorite move. Is when. Is when they, these two guys, these two bromancers, are up in the middle and late in the night, and all of a sudden they can hear some music, eh? Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Real, really? Mark's like, shh, shh, shh. We're super quiet. You can hear it. It's real distant. Like, what is that? <laughs> Sounds like a party. It's like four in the morning, right? You want to go find it? It's so it's so quiet. Yeah, yeah, like, you're, yeah. You're goddamn right. I want to find it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you then you get up to this like it, there's there's like million dollar mansions all over this road, right? Yeah. But just on the other side of the road, like behind, not on the water, but on the other side of the road, before you get to the water, there's like the old fashioned type of cottage that used to be there, which I are would like, call them shacks, which are like shacks. Oh, really? Stilts, like yeah. the original. Oh yeah. 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 Like, like how the, the area used to be before right. all the oil money and yeah. hockey players moved in. With like a screened in porch where the screen's all torn and yeah. like there's one old bulb screwed <laughs> screwed in on the porch. It's still lit at four in the morning. Really? Yeah. And we got close to that and we're we had to climb this hill and the music's getting a bit louder, but we saw that porch and we're like, I don't know, there's somebody in there with a shotgun. I'm yeah. sure of it. These you just picture the, like <laughs> Buffalo Bob. These are the locos. Would you fork me? Yeah. I'd fork me. Put the lotion in the I'd, basket. Put the lotion. Put the lotion in the fucking bowl. <laughs> <laughs> he puts the lotion yeah. on his skin where it gets the hose again. Put the lotion We called her quits. We called her quits. <laughs> you check you it head out. For, you head for the hills. Yeah. <laughs> time for bed. Yeah. Well, time to go watch the sunrise after that. We went back out on the dock. It's just hold hands and watch sunrise instead. <laughs> <laughs> a nice old hand in between old friends is yeah. not gay, Dave. It's no big deal. I, you know, I'll tell you Even right Even if it is gay, it's fine. No, I'm telling you right now, Dave. <laughs> exactly. There's nothing I, wrong with it. I support you in all your life choices. I do not judge you for your decisions. And if you find love, no matter how you find love, I support you in it. You know, just like Bruce Jenner. Even if it's your cousin. Oh, well played. Yeah, he's my cousin. (laughs) You son of a bitch. Bruce, you You sucks balls. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part of that fishing charter was Pete Pete caught the first fish, right? Yeah. So how many of you guys are on this boat? 
There's uh, four Five. of us on the boat. Plus a plus guide. The guide, yeah. Plus the real guide. nice boat. Real nice fishing boat. Downriggers, yep. two downriggers, digital readouts on the downriggers. Like it was a real nice boat, eh? Yeah, Australian guy, forty three years old. Yeah, Matt. Matt gets on the boat. We get on the boat, and he makes some sort of a cocaine joke right off the hop. Do you remember that? <laughs> Opens yeah. it wide open. Opens it with cocaine. Here yeah. we go. Let's so see he made it. I don't remember the joke, but we get on the boat, and all I hear him mention the word cocaine, and and <laughs> I didn't know how to take it. It was the first, uh, the first thing. I don't know what he said to us. Like I'm not he sure could have said something but... like, "It looks like you guys were up all night doing cocaine." Yeah. Something. But we're like, "No tequila." It was <laughs> similar, but. <laughs> yeah. but we From ended a cactus up, instead of but i don't remember what plant. the comment was but he said something and i went something like uh uh you you like cocaine and then he goes to me uh well not for every day <laughs> but once in a while you need a big night <laughs> yeah that's always that's as i would begin right so i'm thinking okay uh at ease yeah we're know, good to yeah. go i that's will good. be able to have as many fish whistles as i would like on this trick yeah. it'll be fine right yeah and he actually encouraged the fish whistling, like which, which yeah. helps to lure the fish yeah, in. Yeah, because yeah. in the fish, it wasn't a real hot day of fishing. The the fish weren't uh, they weren't no. attracted to our lures for most of the day, but we did catch some nice fish. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Anyways, we yeah. the guy had great stories and everything. Oh yeah, and he put on a playlist like he was playing like old school. Uh, oh, Midnight Oil. Midnight Oil, like from '93, like first nice. album. Yeah, because he, he was saying it, like, like we said, band. what what band in Australia is like. Are, is like uh, tragically hip right. in Canada, Midnight right? Oil. And he goes, "Well, Midnight Oil," and, I, and I'm like, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah, you probably only know them from yeah. like Beds Are Burning, but they were actually pretty much washed up by that time. They were a huge punk band in the '80s, and they were really good. Hmm. And he started playing all this old Midnight Oil catalog, and it, yeah, was, it was great. great. <laughs> it was great. And he also played a lot of Clutch. You know Clutch? Yeah, I know Clutch. Yeah, he played a ton of Clutch. Big fan of Clutch. He said he was talking about how tight they were, like they were like the tightest that's, like metal that's band, that's band out you, there. you've ever seen. All the metal bands look at Clutch and say that's what we want to be like. Double, Even the big metal bands. Yeah, the double yeah. bass. Oh yeah, just awesome. Yeah. And then once he got comfortable with us, he was wearing kind of a hoodie. He rolled up his sleeves from his hoodie, and he showed us his tattoos. He goes, "Look at these tattoos, boys. See Two that? fish to feed the world, right? Red snapper." Yeah. There's 18,647 yeah. different kinds of red snapper in the world. And tuna, these two fish feed most of the world's population. Yeah, right? full sleeves. <laughs> still, a bit, still a bit scabby. You know, some of it's kind of new. A bit scabby, but... Well, well, he was cut too. Yeah. yeah. Great, great guy. Great guy. And then we ended up uh, getting to the point of the day where uh, we were um, talking about like how to live our lives you're getting ahead of yourself though the first uh we were like an hour into fishing he's working real hard downriggers like different depths up and down and and we're really excited because he's giving us a tutorial on how to like catch the fish and what it looks like when the downrigger gets a bite and pete's up first and we get a hit and pete's on the rod and he starts reeling it it's great he catches his first coke and he brings it in the boat i got the camera ready it's in the net matt nets it brings it in takes the hook out of the fish's mouth Picks up the fish and punches it right in the head as hard as he can. <laughs> Whack! Oh yeah, beat <laughs> the shit out of the like, fish. I got yeah. a good picture actually. Where you can see him like just just about backing up, like ready to whack it. I learned this trick when I one time I went fishing with my buddy and he forgot his whacker. Yeah, it was on a salmon chata, <laughs> salmon chata out on the coast, and the captain forgot his fucking whacker. <laughs> So he just punches it in the head. Uh, every head. fish, every fish we caught. Every fish yeah. he knocked it out. Some of them were like real stubborn. They just kept not getting knocked out. Yeah. He, he just kept punching them. So this is a pre taking the hook out. He's knocking the no, no, right right hook, hooks out of the hooks, hooks out, out and yeah. he just holds a fish and punches it in the head. So till. So cool. He didn't have a live well, he, but he had a, like a, a fresh water in a in like a plastic kind of tote thing, right? Yeah. So 
he had to put them in there, but he didn't want them swimming around, so he had to make sure they were yeah. dead. They make quite a mess in there if you don't do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> just not, just not. Forgot gonna, his fucking wacka. I never seen anything like it before. I never seen anything like it before. We're pulling that trick out on opening day with those smallmouths. Yeah. <laughs> he just small got one of those little okay. hammers, eh? <laughs> <laughs> in small we're gonna get like we're gonna right get right in the brain. We're yeah. gonna get the women's groups and uh, PETA against us <laughs> yeah. on this episode. Oh, yeah. well, Pam kidding. Anderson is not gonna be happy with us. I'll tell you something. My pool, I opened my pool this week, and it murdered a whole community of toads. Like a whole friggin' village. <laughs> I had like all these little toad balloons in my skimmer basket, you know? Like, oh, they were just, they and there was right like a, the mom and the pop were like, uh, I think it was were climbing on top of each other just to be the last to survive as they lie in all their dead relatives in my, <laughs> in my skimmer basket. Gross. Every time you pull that up, is, and also first cut of grass of the year. You know, I did my first cut of grass, and when you're going and doing your first cut of grass, if you leave it a bit, like you usually do at the beginning, so, yeah, yeah. all the animals and stuff think that this is a new habitat for them. And then one day you fire up that mower and you yeah. ruin their hopes and dreams. Yeah. There's just animals running for cover as you mow them to death. I did. I must have killed a hundred toads yesterday mowing my grass. I couldn't believe the amount of toads I have here. Anyways, sorry, Peta, but I killed a lot of your your beloved creatures, and so does my cat. It's awesome. <laughs> Good job, Larry. Like, this is the thing, you know, in Toronto, they're going to be pissed off at me if I say, if I tell the truth, which is the fact that my cat went outside and killed a baby squirrel and he was just throwing it up like an asshole. Like he doesn't even fucking care at all. Had no humanity to regard to that baby squirrel at all. He just killed, he just like almost, he didn't kill it. He maimed it and then he throws it up in the air and he's batting it out of the air. He's having a great old time with it rolling around on it once in a while and just having a ball this thing the squirrel is, is like is like uh, panicking suffering you know like it can't stand it right i say to my daughter don't look out the window the cat's out there he's uh doing something that you shouldn't see it's natural too, it's too uh it's too much you know i don't want you to be traumatized young girl like that my daughter of course it's like saying to her don't go don't think of a white rabbit don't think of a white rabbit of yeah. course she's gonna think of a white rabbit right so she runs right to the window to look and then she's watching have no problems with it eh? she's stone cold and ice cold blood running through her veins i guess because this animal is suffering horrible the cat is is totally like just torturing it right and then eventually he gets bored and uh the cat comes to the door wants to get in the house and my daughter says to me she looks out at the the suffering squirrel on the yard and she goes dad you better go out there and kill it and I'm like, really? Like what? I, I yes, I'm going to, but I didn't expect you to. I was gonna <laughs> hide that. To I was gonna that. hide that from yeah. you, so you didn't know I was doing it, right? Anyways, I, I, uh, I had to go out, and um, so I took a shovel, like one of those flat ones. Give it like a nice stab. No, not a stab. I gave it a little. I gave it like a. a I always give it like a, a whack on the head, you know, like oh, just knock a knockout. But this one, I wanted oh, to make sure. I want to make sure, and in, in order to be like uh, humane, I wanted to make sure I did one big one, so that I just didn't have to do it twice. I didn't want to make it like the Goodfellas scene, you know, with the <laughs> baseball bat. Cushy. So, <laughs> so I did it once, and then uh, the guts went out both ends of it. It hit it good, then threw it in the bush for the old animals to snack on. It's a, it's the circle of life. You know that song, Dave? Play it. <laughs> Yes, it's a circle. It's not uh, square or rectangle or triangle. It's a circle. Not here, nor there. Right in her pussy. Oh. <laughs> so we had, uh, with a fishing trip, the other thing I liked about that guy was um, when we did get to the point where we started talking, where we was talking about like uh, what it's all about or whatever, 
And the philosophy. Guy, yeah, philosophy. We got a little philosophical. I don't know if it was the fishing was slow, so we started to get a little bit more phil- philosophical by the end of it, uh, or if it was the familiar smells that were wafting through the nice Okanagan uh, uh, Bay, or what was it, Wood Lake? Wood Lake. Wood Lake. Wood Lake. It was a beautiful, nice trek. Uh, but we started talking about what it was all about, and he and this guy was quite uh, insightful. Eh? You can tell he did a lot of thinking about it. He used to sell real estate, and it was just kind of like you know, you know, plugging away and not being happy, and then decided he was going to figure out how much money he really needed to live, and then uh, run a fishing boat like two or three days a week and make like whatever he makes on doing that, and uh, try to just be happy yeah. with his wife. Three half days a week fishing. Yeah, and he makes a living off of it now. And he's going to be going back, switching houses to go live in Australia for a year while his buddies come live in Canada. And he gets to go bring his kids to see his, uh, you know, where he grew up and stuff like that. You know? He had a real good take on everything. He was talking, we were talking about all the awesome houses there because there's tons of mansions. There's yeah, tons yeah. of money there. Yeah. And he was saying how uh, a lot of it's oil money from the oil sands because it's fairly close. Like it's a nice retreat for those people <laughs> yeah, to come. So they, yep. So they build there with all their money. But then they go they go to work in the oil sands for three weeks at a time. They leave, then they come back for a week, fight with their wife for a week, and then they're back to work for three weeks. And there's no like there's no cohesion, there's no family. Right. Yeah. They don't have that to build their happiness, right? They got all kinds of good stuff. They got a great house. They got a Harley that they ride two days a year. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, you it's, know, it's not fulfilling what's at all. The point of it, yeah. No, it's a thing. Thing like they don't they don't really get to see their kids grow up very much they you know it's they're, yeah, they're gone all the time. no real constant in, any, in their family life you know and that's what they want we want to do we want to say like our economy is doing great because we have all this oil stuff going on well that's good if you're living there or you move there or it's drawing you there but the you have to think about a balanced approach to the whole country so we can all freaking work so we can all you know have some sort of semblance of real life and if the government's not going to do it, then real people should just figure out ways to do it themselves and not buy into this bullshit because the centralized economies end up being, you, you make good money, but then you have to pay it if you're going to live there right. or you have to commute. There's always a price to it. It's like, it's better to have no booms, just like steady Eddie all the way through and not have these booms because the booms are always followed by bus. Like whenever they run out, it's fucked. You know, whenever the price drops, we're no good anymore. So like you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket. And even though that's pretty sexy basket these guys have. The one guy had like, uh, I was on the boat and I look and I see this orange helicopter flying around and then all of a sudden it's flying on the side of the mountain. I'm like, boy, it's flying pretty close to that house. And then it lands right beside this house that's built on the side of a mountain on stilts, you know, this mansion. And there's a helicopter pad beside it where the helicopter lands and the guy gets out to spend time at his mountain. It's just his helicopter. Probably his cottage and his helicopter drop him off his cottage for the weekend or whatever. Or to have a night away. Yeah. Like ridiculous amounts of money. And then you see the dunth, dunth, dunth guy. Shack. In the shack, right? Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's, just a, it's just kind of funny that there's no, like that, there's that much of a divide no matter where you go, you know? But, uh, good tunes in the shack by the sounds of it, though. Well, the they're in were a, behind the shack somewhere. We never found where they were coming from. They were still a great <laughs> You guys pushed away. out. I think if I was up, we would have, we would have, we probably would have found something. You we, just, we needed a catalyst. You needed the numbers, the numbers yeah. too. Three's better. Yeah, that's right. You can three always sacrifice nice, one. Yeah, you're right. Three's a party. Two's tough because you get split up. Two's a bromance. But three three's is. A party. Yeah. Three's a party, yeah. And I know I could outrun, I could outrun at least one of you. And I'd then, kick you right in your shin, though. <laughs> so Fuck you right a, in your pussy. <laughs> we might just have to end it on that one, eh? Or 
Well, anything else you guys want to talk about before we call her quits this week? What do you think? We kind of pretty much covered it all. I don't know if uh, there's anything else we missed. That guy had a whole bunch of funny lines that whole day. Yeah, that was a great trip. If you're going out to uh, Okanagan Valley, look up Matt. Love to fish. He's only going to be there for a short time, though, because he's, uh, he's oh, heading out. We should tell the last story where the last fish of the day we caught, where uh, this oh, is it. Because these fish aren't that big, when you're on a downrigger, usually if you're fishing for big fish, it'll like, once the fish hits, it drops the weight or whatever. Yeah, it pulls the line off the And then sets the its own hook, up. right? But because kokanee are so light and they have uh, they don't hit very hard, um, you have to get rid of the weight yourself. So when you get when the fish hits, you have to go and then you have to like uh, lower the rod, give it a bit of line, reel in a bit, drop drop the weight, and then then sink the hook and then yeah. reel the guy up. But you have to put your thumb on the on the string. Yeah, right on the spool. And oh, yeah. uh, underneath the spool where your thumb goes, there's a black button. Do not touch the black button. He didn't make this clear enough, I don't no, think. No, he didn't. We had to go a couple times for clarification. That's I right. got it. But my friend Mark did not get it. So he had to like I've set his hook. Before, yeah. And he the pressed movie. the button and it freaking... Uh, you could hear the click and then... <laughs> bird's nest. Yeah. Just all a big bird's nest in the thing. And the guy, the Australian guy is like... Pissed. Ah, fuck, you know? He's, he could see him yeah. going and he's like... He's trying to get the tangle untangled, but it's so bad. He's like, oh, I'm just going to fucking cut the line. So he cuts the line, gives the... But he tried hard to get it untangled. He tried for like seven oh, yeah, or eight yeah. minutes. He was working, to... man. This guy really worked hard to make sure you had a good day. Like, he really did earn his money that day. He's, like, he's giving all the extra line to Mark, who's supposed to be catching the fish. Hold this while I... And so he says, just this. reel the line in. So Mark's reeling it around his hand and thinking, oh, this is pretty stupid. What if there was a fish on the end of this line? It would just tear my hand right off if it ran, right? So then as he says that... There's like a flash they see in the water. Oh, really? You know? And the guy's oh, like, yeah. shh, shh. Yeah. Wait, wait. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. You know, like, slowly, slowly. You just got to bring it in. He goes, you just got to bring it right in. Barbless hooks too, eh? So, and those coconut can flip the flip it real easy. But. So he goes, this, we're just taking this one for a walk. You know, we're just, just bring it in the boat close. So they're bringing it in. He goes, get the net, get the net. So Mark gets the net, right? <laughs> now the net's inside out, inside out. So the net's actually... The the the, the hole way. is yeah, facing yeah. the fish fish and yeah. the, and or the not the hole but the net is facing the fish the yeah. hole should be facing the fish so anyways he's got it the wrong way in on the thing and he just keeps <laughs> hitting the fish with the net so here's a fish that we just had to like it's so stupid it's been on the hook for like 20 minutes it doesn't even know it's being caught and the net is hitting it Mark starts <laughs> punching in the face with a with a net and the the Australian guys you're just fucking punching it. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, give me the fucking net. Give me the fucking net. Yeah. He's being, trying to be so calm yeah. too, but he's like, give he me the... He wants Mark to net the fish, but... It... And he goes like, he takes the net. He's, so he's holding the fish with the one hand. He takes the net with the other hand. And he's like making it so the net goes like a net. And he goes, see, like a net, right? <laughs> you scoop it. You scoop it, right? You just fucking don't screw yeah. it up, right? So Mark finally did it. Something He yeah. did it right. He got the fish in. in. We landed that one. That was amazing. It was the nicest fish of the day, I think. It was a nice one. Yeah, it was the nicest fish of the day. Oh, Good job, Mark. Good job. Head. Good job, Mark. Thanks, Matt. And Mark uh, got a nice souvenir. He got to keep the We had the bird's nest of uh, line. We rolled it all up. He's, he's putting on his mantle at home. Yeah, put it in his scrap a reminder. Nice. Of his bromance. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> guys, uh, his cook. <laughs> if you, uh, if you, thank you very much for listening again to our show. Fuck it right in the pussy. If you'd like to, you can always give me some feedback uh, live from the Dutch Hall, gmail.com or give me a message uh, by liking my Facebook page. By the way, the Crown of the Lion Facebook page, if you haven't uh, already gone on there to like it, 
The Dutch Hall's uh, support of it over the last two weeks have increased the amount of likes by 6.5% in two weeks. It really shows uh, the power of this program. Things are going crazy. So if we want to make this happen... Uh, just go out, just just really go out there and support it because we're going to bring Mike to Wild Wings in Tennessee. It just takes a like. <laughs> All it takes is a like. We're going to get him up to 500. Bristol, baby. Yeah, it's <laughs> Bristol. Come on, next year, Bristol. Road trip, too. So we got a year to do it. Let's get him up to 500. And uh, big tour dates coming up soon, as well as the debut of the Nocturnal Emissions' first single, which we rehearsed before the show, and I'm getting real excited about it. Just got to put some finishing touches on it, yep. and we will be happy to announce it. It'll be out on iTunes. We're gonna just we're gonna rock the world with our new song. It's gonna be unbelievable. And uh, so, like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, do all that stuff. I got an Instagram account, Dutch Hall on Instagram, Dutch Hall on Twitter. And uh, until then, see you next Thursday. C-U-N-T. Fucker in the pussy. <laughs> I hope I get fired tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you're self-employed. You fired hey, yourself. An asshole. <laughs> yeah. We have to have a time at work where everyone just yells from their cubicle, fucker in the pussy. It's yeah. like a universal time, you know? Like, yeah, like, yeah, like. like 10.30 at your shit job. Yeah. Everybody just yells into the hallway, fucker in the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody gets mad. <laughs> hey, one take today, boys. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got it. Yeah. We might be the best ever. Yeah.